Hey guys, and welcome to FTK Q&A session 36. I'm your host, Joel, and I'm here with... Brett. <laughs> Dave, if you want to imitate Brett, you have to do the weird imitation of Brett. Brett. <laughs> How are you, Dave? Very good. Thanks for uh, having me back again. Uh, you're definitely the most requested guest. I want to, yeah, I don't want to inflate your ego too yeah, much. Yeah, my head's just like getting a little high pressure at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> now you look more like Brett. <laughs> um, how are you going? Yeah, good. Um, yeah, lots to lots to talk about, I'm sure, and and lots to questions, I'm sure we can delve into. But um, yeah, I'm I'm well. Last time we caught up, I'd. Uh, just started an injury and I finished my injury. And yeah, that's why we thought we'd have you on. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. <laughs> we are, we, look, we've obviously the first time we had you on, you were our second ever guest, I think, you know, yeah. um, and people loved that, that episode. We, you know, covered your career, went deep on a lot of stuff there. Um, and then, as you said, we had you back in November last year um, mm. for one of the, our November episodes mm. where you opened up about mental health um, and, and I think it was, you know, to be honest, it's probably the most well-received episode we've ever done uh, in terms of feedback. You know, people often will send a message and, and be like, um, oh, that episode was great. But we were getting, you know, big paragraphs from people saying how much it meant um, to them and people saying, well, I want to hear Dave again. But obviously we can't have you on and just talk about the same <laughs> stuff every time. And you're, you're such a knowledgeable guy. You're a physio. You've come, as we said, you've come um, – off this injury now, I thought, what better way than to have you on for a Q and A session, focusing around the injury space and, and yeah. you know, being an athlete and, and managing those injuries. So, yeah. as you said, November last year, we had you on an episode, and you talked about how you were going in for a scan the next week, and we mm. had this big discussion about mm. um, will will it be a stress fracture? You yeah. said it won't be. I remember saying something like, <laughs> "Well, I remember <laughs> sounding like a similar pain that I had." Yeah. You obviously being positive. And then unfortunately, the week later, we had to update the <laughs> listeners. It was a stress fracture. So yep. Yep. that was three months ago. We're at the end of Feb now. Yeah. Run us through what, what you've been up to. Yeah. So uh, I think or going back to November, um, it was my third bone stress injury for the year. So um, yeah, clearly I hadn't been doing, I'd been doing something wrong and, and repeatedly doing something wrong. And so I, a friend of mine once gave, I, I always remember this quote, um, it talks about hitting rock bottom and they say that rock bottom is when your standards and the um, adjustment of your standards uh, become out of sync. So normally when life spirals out of control, we just keep dropping our standards, keep dropping them, keep dropping them, keep dropping them. Mm -hmm. And hitting rock bottom is when you can't lower your standards you any, lower, any lower. And drug addicts talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's where it comes from. I think I think it's a I think they pull it from the the twelve step program. But um, it felt like hitting rock bottom a little bit because um, I yeah, obviously it was the third time it happened, and it was. A, a real pivotal realization of um, there were things and mistakes that I just kept making over and over again, and um, I was fooling myself to to think that um, they weren't important 
fact, important factors in, in injury prevention. And so, yeah, this injury has been a, you know, more than any other injury has been a, a, a really fundamental change, I think, in my mindset, um, fundamental change in how I, I, how I approach injuries um, and also just a reinterpretation, I think, of um, what were the contributing factors. Um, and it's so easy uh, with injuries to think about the contributing factors or, oh, he's weak here or, um, you know, I've ramped up mileage too much here. Um, but it went deeper than that. And I think that's that's where probably most of my lessons in the last three months have been is, is, is changing more fundamental things. So for me, um, probably the biggest overarching lesson um, was that I could no longer keep self-managing things. So I'd been injured before and, you know, I, I think um, lots of physios will, will, will say this is that you're your own worst physio. And I absolutely was. I was a shit physio for myself. So um, There's definitely something in that. <clears throat> it's the same with there's a reason why athlete coaches yep. don't coach themselves. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, absolutely. Ali Pashley and, and Moose, yep, you yep. know, Julian Spence, they yep. coach each other. Yeah. There's a reason yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, that was part of, that was part of the big sort of fundamental changes as well is, is you know, Nick's, Nick Bido has been my coach for better part of the last eight, nine years. And, um, and then also more recently have kind of had, um, you know, Collis, you know, contributing some wisdom to that coaching space as well. And it just, I realized also that, you know, over probably the last five, six years, um, because so much of what we do as, you know, elite aspiring elite distance runners doesn't change from week to week, month to month, year to year much. The change training doesn't change a, a lot apart from some small adjustments, you know, around races. I'd just gotten in this bad habit of um, of not consulting, not communicating and not asking questions and not being more curious um, about what I should be doing. And I, I think, you know, for all of the injuries that I've had in the last at least three or four years, I think, yeah, the, the return to running, I've kind of just done myself. Yeah. I've just said, yep, yeah, I've told Nick, yeah, ready to go now. Um, and... Yeah, that had to stop. Something's got to give, right? Yeah, you can't. that that had to stop. And so, would you say, you know, you've been running most of your most of your life? I was going to say most of your adult life, but no, most of your life you've been running. Really? Um, yeah. Would you say this? What you said, said hitting rock bottom. So, it yep. was the hardest injury you've ever had to go through? Maybe not the hardest to go through, but the so you've hit rock bottom before. <laughs> I've had, yeah. I, I think probably the hardest one to go through was before Com Games yeah. in, in twenty eighteen, but. This Managing one, those ones where you've got a massive race and you're trying yeah. to navigate, trying to get it straight, you know. Yep, yep. They're so but, tough. But, yeah, I think the big lesson for me was, yeah, and, and I can talk about what I've done the last three months, but the, the main underlying thing that I've done is I've let go of mm. trying to manage things myself. So I've, I've had way more conversations um, actually, probably not so way the more. That you've, the, yeah. the big thing that you've done is yeah. actually you've done less. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. And, and and letting other people make make calls. So, you know, um, as of I guess yesterday, 
um, Nick and Collis will 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 have more of a role moving forward, which I'll which I'll talk about. But in the last three months, probably the biggest um, sort of input and and drivers in terms of what I do, in terms of managing, you know, the the more surface level things of why these injuries occurred, was that I, I started consulting a physio. Um, Nick Cross and I started consulting a dietitian, um, Jess Rothwell. So, and I, you know, as a physio, like I know, you know, things work well and you outcomes are improved when everyone's on the same page. So my big thing was like, I need Nick to talk to Jess. I need mm. Jess to talk to Nick. I need Nick to talk to Nick Bidow and Collis. I need Jess to talk to Nick Bidow and Collis and, and everyone kind of being on the same page. And so my main thing was trying to facilitate that and then just telling them, you tell me what to do. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to make the make the decisions and calls here. And and so, you know, the, you know two big things. Um, you know, I've, I have not missed a gym session uh, in the last... Yeah, four months. Um, not a single one. Not a single one. Um, so three sessions a week, um, every single week without fail. And this week is actually the first week uh, going to two gym sessions a week. Um, so it feels, I almost feel a little bit guilty going one, <laughs> one session, <laughs> one let session a week go. less. Yeah. Um, but I think, um, you know, there, there's, there's something in that as well is that when you are running at such a high level and and where improvement and the gains are so marginal all the time, like, you know, from 2012 to 2021, you know, it took me nine years to to, to break, break some PBs. Um, and um, a lot of that is just it's it, improvement begets, becomes so, so much harder as you get better. Um, but also with that... Um, it becomes less easy to see change yeah. um, in your training. You know, we do this. We know we do a lot of the same sessions week in week out, and we're not really seeing changes. And and no. there's good reason for that, like because the most important other thing, people can though. I find other, other people, people can, can see the changes in you, but yeah. it's very hard for when you're going through a journey. In the same way that you know, if you've, I can. Um, once I get into like heavy heavy training and I'm running yeah. like my bigger Ks for myself, yep. I'll see someone that I haven't seen for a while yeah. and they'll say, yep. you've lost weight. Yep. And then yep. I get insulted because I know that, <laughs> you know, losing weight as a skinny distance runner yeah. can be dangerous, yeah. right? Yep. So I yep. hear that and then I'm like, fucking no, I haven't. Yeah. I better not yeah. have, but yeah. you know, I actually have. Yeah. Or I've yeah. gotten fitter. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, weight loss happens as a result. Yeah. But it's something you have to be really careful of. A- absolutely. And I think um, that there's probably, we can probably speak more about that, but I think, um, yeah, I because I'd gotten so used to um, things just being consistent and not seeing changes, um, I think any experience that I'd had in the gym um, and doing strength training, I honestly never in my career had given it enough time mm. and enough of an effort and enough consistency to actually see see the results from it. And so, what had you done in the past? Like we talk I, in the typical injury prevention gym, where injury just prevention really, stuff. Yeah. There were on and off times where I'd been in the gym lifting heavy stuff, but 
you know, a race would come around or it'd start traveling and then it'd just like, I'd fall fizzle off, out, I'd right? fizzle, fizzle out for a few months or something. And then, you know, I'd come back and, and then it'd drop off again. Jack swear, Jack Rayner swears the reason yeah. he has had his big, because Jack never did gym. Yeah. Right? And he was always yep. a good runner, but he never yep. did gym. We go to fall, we used yep. to joke, we'd go to Falls Creek and he'd just bounce on the Swiss yeah. ball. Yeah, yeah. But I, you know, we've spoken to him um, a couple of times. So you yeah. know, so what do you think is there, because your Ks haven't changed. Yeah. Um, yep. And nothing, has it, why has it all clicked? And he's like going to VIS twice a week and doing yep. heavy strength stuff. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's a- absolute. And look, I, um, I'm, I'm really optimistic and excited to see, you know, what happens this year. Um, but yeah, I've, I've put in, I've now put in the groundwork from a, from a strength perspective and um, I've been in an environment where we've actually been able to measure everything and to actually see changes in you did your strength testing recently right yeah Which yeah yeah I, I did mine yeah, last week we should both, compare the numbers yeah exactly <laughs> both, richie did richie do your or nick, nick did, did yours? mine yeah, yeah, yeah. they're looking yeah. at the numbers it's gone both weak as piss yeah, it's, like yeah, a, yeah. it's a venn diagram but it's <laughs> yeah. just a circle weak as yeah, piss yeah yeah so <laughs> i've gone from weak as piss to slightly less weak as weak as piss um but but it is you know the the numbers uh go up and and also i you know the the weights and equipment that I'm using, you know, week to week and month to month, like it is going up. Like I, my warm up set for a leg press is heavier than what I was doing for like my, my sets like wow. three months ago. Um, so it's, it's cool to feel that. Um, and, and so I think the big thing there was just getting over that threshold of um, committing to something and then making it a habit. So I think um, in the past, if you in, turn, in your in your head think kind of have this priority list of of everything that's important that you do, um, and whether that whether you're an elite professional runner or you're uh, a recreational runner and have a full time job or whatever, um, that that priority list um, is sometimes hard to change. Sure. Um, and I had to very purposefully um, change in my head. Um, where where strength training sat in my priority list. So for three months, I said there is no circumstance where you can miss a gym session. If if something is going to suffer, um, it'll be the cross training. Yeah, and and that's actually what I did when I first yeah when when injury struck in November. Um, and and I've often been an advocate for this is that um, you know we get injured because we overdo something. Um, and I think sometimes just replacing one form of overdoing it with another form of overdoing it, <laughs> so replacing running with bike or, or, yeah. or swimming, um, doesn't necessarily, it, it may not be the ideal way to um, facilitate your recovery. And you so, do see that. Look, it, I think it depends uh, when you obviously, a sacrum stressy, yeah. you're out, right? Yep. You're done. Yep. Yep. Whereas <clears throat> for someone like Rambo, yep. when he'd, you know, had these calf tears, yeah. he's trying to get, that's not that's not a season ending injury. He's got to no. wrap, wrap up no. um, or close and, up and, shop. And also, you know, the, uh, there's also the prospect of, you know, competing on home soil that's for, what I mean, yeah. for uh, you know, a, a world championship. So, so you have to switch into that, you do. okay, cross-train, cross-train, cross-train. Yep. But, you yep. know, if Rambo 
had this happen and they said, oh, you've got to have three months off running. Yeah. And I, yeah, I agree. I don't think it is the yeah. smartest thing to just yep. go, okay, now I'm yep. going to swim cycle and, you know, yeah. cross track yep. all yep. day, every day. It's like, well, actually, maybe 100%. take a step back. 100%. Yeah. yeah. So it's always contextual, but the context for me was that this was just another injury, <laughs> um, one after the other. So Lucky I don't know what that feels like. <laughs> <laughs> Good we're both chatting about this. <laughs> group, group therapy. <laughs> but um, yeah, I so so for the last yeah three four months, Jim's been the priority, and um, you know I've I I've kept cross training mostly on the bike, um, and not necessarily for fitness, but more just you know I, I think we all become accustomed to getting our heart rate up and our mm. breathing up and that endorphin hit. So you kind of need that. You don't get the same endorphin hit in the gym, oh, do you? No, nah, you don't. And you don't get the same on the bike either. No. But, you know, it's it's um, it's um better than nothing. And the endorphins are different in the gym though, I would say. Like I, yep. like if you, I'm like walking home from the gym yep. and I'm like, I've seen, as you said, the yep. increase in numbers and yep. you've looked and you go, holy shit, three yeah. months ago, I couldn't lift that. Yep. Right. Yep. That's when you get it. But yep. it's not the same running. You don't have to think about it and you yeah. just go for a run and you come back and you're yep. happy. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think also the rhetoric around strength training in distance running over the last decades changed. Like, you know, even 10 years ago, um, the best distance runners wouldn't think about lifting heavy weights. No. You know, oh, if I lift heavy, I'll get too heavy. That's what the middle – it's for the middle distance guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You see like Grego and Geordie and stuff lift heavy in the gym. Yeah. But we, you know, the distance guys have never touched yeah. it. Yeah, and I think, you know, <laughs> we, we look at all of these things too much in a vacuum and you go, oh, you lift heavy, you'll get heavy. <sighs> Hold up, you're running 160k a week. It's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but you know, I think having, I think the most important th- thing for me with the gym was just seeing through at least a couple of months and it becoming a habit, seeing some changes and getting that positive reinforcement, um, and then now being on the verge of you know starting to build some running back up. I'm like, don't. Fuck it up again. Yeah. <laughs> so so that was that was one important thing, and then I think the other, yeah, obviously was was I, I mentioned that I've been seeing Jess Rothwell for um, diet input, and I I think that's the other big thing that's that big fundamental change that I've had to make is um, I I'm not I haven't been injury resilient, and so if I'm going to create some more resiliency. Um, some more capacity to withstand the load and not break down so easily. I had to put some weight on. And You're in reds, yeah, yeah, yeah. And which which is not uncommon. Yeah. Um, I think I think a lot of uh, endurance athletes, um, particularly the ones that have repeated bone stress mm. injuries, uh, you'd almost be fooling yourself if if yeah. you said you didn't have that. I was going to say, I think it's not uncommon to have it, but yep. I think it is it is uncommon to admit that you've got it. Uh, absolutely. And and I think, um, you know, it can take different forms and, you know, you can have, you know, I'm quite fortunate that um, I don't have any disordered eating. Um, I just uh, misinterpreted um, how many calories I was actually yeah. um, taking in. And it was quite shocking, like the first first visit I had with Jess, um, for a week I started tracking, um, everything that I was eating to, to try and get some, you know, some, some numbers on it. (laughs) And it was quite, it was kind of embarrassing. You know, I wasn't, I was barely eating enough for someone that wasn't, 
um, wasn't active. So just a, a regular sedentary person and let alone putting, trying to put in 130, 140Ks yeah. of running a week plus, you know, probably working <laughs> more than more than uh, is conducive to Which burns to, a to shitload of energy as well, right? Yeah. Even if you... The, men, the, the mental, mental stuff, yeah. Yeah, I mean, your brain's primary uh, uh, energy source is glucose. So it's always burning those carbs. And, and um, yeah, you you and I have brains that don't switch off, Joel. Uh, I was going to say, it's, it's interesting where I could see, obviously, when we started um, our mentoring, you know, mm, uh, un, mm. like the mentoring I was doing under you, mm. I could see a, a big change in you because you were on to me as a, yeah, yeah. we've got similar brains that don't yep. s- don't stop. And yep. it is not, again, disordered eating. I don't suffer yeah. from that at yep. all. You know, obviously, yep. a, lot of, a lot of distance runners do. Mm. I don't. However... Mm-hmm. I can, you know, be either stressed or anxious or busy yep. and forget to eat. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. Oh, I might yep. have my lunch, but no, yep. I need to be eating a second lunch yeah. before my Arvo run yep. or before my gym session. Yeah. And that's something you said to me you're, uh, when we were managing my load and saying, mm. okay, when do I go to the gym? Yeah. When am I supposed to do this and that? And you're like, well, you can go there and then, but can you stop off at the shops and get food? Because yeah, you need yeah, to yeah. eat. Because yeah, yeah, you can't yeah. do gym under fueled. Yep, yep. Yeah, and it's... Um, I, I would say hard, the hardest part of this, this, um, I kind of this, you know, uh, new Dave. Rock, yeah, new Dave. <laughs> yeah, I like that. New Dave. <laughs> hardest part for new Dave has been, um, has been the diet and, and changing what I eat and changing the amount I eat. It's still something that has a, a long way to go. How um, hard is it to eat when you don't want to oh, eat? Mate, like, it's, it's just not hungry and you have to sort of Yeah, and and it's like <laughs> I will admit like I've I've had to resort to using a lot of sausage and sport. Yeah. Um, doesn't matter, still calories, right? It, exactly, yeah. Um because yes, the the appetite cha- changing your appetite is um yeah, is difficult. But the things that have helped it now is that I've I've now put on about the four appetite will change. It will. I've mm. I've put on about four kilos and Arguably, most of it's been muscle. Um, certainly, my numbers in the gym would suggest that it's it's muscle and all in and buys it, and tries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the best the best compliment I got yesterday was from Collis at training and. Um, he said, Dave, you got a set of pipes on you now. <laughs> I actually, I know it was the first time I've seen you in a while and you obviously running in a, like everyone looks similar when you're in like baggy clothes, but in the running singlet and stuff. And I was just like, wow, you've which, actually put on muscle. Which is hilarious because I haven't done a single arm day no, yet. No, <laughs> but you still, yeah, I don't know. You do, you do definitely look like you've put on a bit of weight, yeah, which yeah. is good because you've it, always it been. Is. And I think, I think the thing that I'm slowly starting to notice now is that, you put on that muscle and now you require more calories. Right. And, and so I'm slowly starting to notice, notice appetite getting a little bit better. Um, but that's, a, um, that's been a much slower change than the changes I've seen in the gym. But, you know, both of them I'm, I'm really committed to and, um, and, and very much committed to letting everyone else kind of make the call. So like I, um, I, I have a, another catch up with Jess on Friday. Um, I'm I'm really firm on and just keeping those those catch ups there to even though things might not change very much, it keeps me accountable. Um, you know, do the same thing with with um, with Nick Nick Cross and, and and physio and gym stuff. Yeah. Um, and now as of as of yesterday, um, Nick Cross and and Collis had a chat and. Uh, had a chat to Nick Bido. So many Nicks. Um, <laughs> so many Nicks. <laughs> um, Too many Nicks. <laughs> yeah. 
But um, someone's got to change their name. <laughs> I know. Yeah, well, we'll say we'll just say bidders, bidders from now on. Um, but uh, yeah, so I I I said to Nick Cross, um, can you chat to them and just make sure that everyone's on the same page so that they can take over all of the run programming from here yeah. and just tell me what to do from a run perspective because that's that is what I've what I've done in the past is I've just mapped my own return to running um and, and you, obviously you're you know you know far more about running than I do yeah, right yeah. but I still <laughs> well, I don't know you, about that no you do you <laughs> definitely do but because I'm not you, I can look. I have a different perspective, and I remember when you were, we were doing the mentoring stuff, and you were telling me about your return to running, and you were doing jogging and building up the jogging like you would, and then you sort of got into these thresholds, and we were speaking about the pace. And look, you're a faster runner than I am, anyway. But when I was like, like pretty fit, and you'd mentioned your you'd done like I think it was two by five K threshold or something like that. Mm. And you and I said, what pace were? And you're like, oh look, it was probably a little bit quicker than threshold, but I'm only it was the only session I'd done that week. It was three oh threes or three oh fours or something. And I just thought (laughs) 10 kilometers at three oh threes when you're coming back from injury, yeah, that is too much impact on your body. Right? No question. No question question. about it. And like one thing that Collis has done with my comeback this time is I spent like six weeks Mm. doing uh, sub threshold, yep. as in slower than threshold. Yep. yep. I'm still working as working. Obviously, thresholds a range, and I'm at yeah. the, I'm at the slow end of the range. Sure. And whereas in in your instance, you're coming back from injury and you're at the top end of the range. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I think there's there's probably two things in that. Is is yeah. One, you know, there's this there's this fitness element. So you're trying to push your you're trying to push your threshold and get more efficient, but you're also coming back from injury and and the the underlying fundamental thing that you're trying to do is just um, let your tissues adapt Mm. to the load. And even though your cardiovascular um, fitness might be in one place, your bone's ability to absorb and tolerate and recover from load, your muscles to do that, your tendons to do that, that may, may may happen a, a lot a lot slower, particularly as you get older and things just take yeah. longer to um, longer you and to I adapt. Aren't getting and any younger? <laughs> definitely, definitely not. Um, but I think that so that's that's one element is of it is that you're even though you call it a threshold run and you're you're trying to improve your threshold, depending on where you are in your not only your fitness journey but your return from injury journey, is that you're also balancing those other factors and you know. Even though cardiovascularly I might have been able to do that, um, I'd come back from another stress fracture in in um, in April. So like, and I think whenever that, I remember I, I remember when I did that threshold, and it probably would have been like um, late September, early October, and and just there was no point going that fast. But I think that's the, and this is what we talked a little bit off air before yeah, is that there's we'll that into this for sure. yeah is the is just that and and again this all comes back to why you have other people yep. making the decisions for you and and like like what you I think said off off air is that good example is Julian Spence and Ali Pashley you know yeah. they I coach, said that on air you did oh you did yeah, <laughs> so that was that that, that you know they your brain coaches. must not be working you're under fuel <laughs> <laughs> get him a burrito <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it, it's it is that um having someone external um means that they see things that you yeah. don't see and they're 
they're more objective. Exactly. Um, and they take that sort of that it's very easy when you're trying to self-guide these things to get um, like what we've talked a bit about in mentoring is we sometimes zoom in too much yep. and we get so caught up in the moment and like, oh, I'm feeling good or like, oh, you know, oh, actually I can probably do that or just have a like an easier day tomorrow or something. Prime example I trained well yesterday. We're recording this on a Wednesday. Yesterday's yep. Tuesday. Yep. Had a like a really good track session that shows yep. I'm I'm getting fit. Yeah. Collis had to. I couldn't speak to Collis after the session because he had yep. to leave. Yeah. I spoke. We spoke over a message about yep. some of the reps I did in the in the mm. the back end. Mm. He said, "Yep, good, all good signs." And I said, "Okay, can I start uh, double runs?" Yeah. Now, why <laughs> am I asking to start double runs on the day that I've performed well? Yeah. And he just said. No. Yeah. He said yeah. no because yeah. and that's I want to because yeah. I'm seeing glimmers of oh I'm getting back yeah. into yeah. you know yeah. back into fit Joel. Yeah. I want to I want to chase fit Joel. I yeah. want to start doubles. Yeah. That's when you get injured. Collis yeah. says has said well look how how have you got to the point of now you're starting to run well? Yeah. Have you been doing yep. doubles? Yep. No. Yep. Just keep doing the aerobic training. Keep yep. your gym up, yep. you know, the things that are probably helping yep. more than yeah. And, and 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 importantly add one piece at a time. Don't sure. try and add too many pieces all at once. And so you've added a significant up uptick in intensity. Yeah. Um that's probably enough for this week. Keep the other things the same and and I think it takes it takes an outside view to to control that a little bit more and and um and so yeah that's I I that's my kind of big thing for for this year is is just to do as I'm told, essentially, yeah. um, and uh, do as you're not told, because Dave, or you're going to smack bottom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> smack bottom. <laughs> but uh, but I think yeah, it's you know you and I are both both do coaching, and um, I don't think our our injury history is a poor reflection on our ability to coach. It's just highlights the importance that. Um, if you are trying to get the best out of yourself, mm. um, involve other people. Yeah. Um, Some of the conversations I have with my athletes, yeah, I'm thinking it's, it's typical do as I say, not as I yeah. do, right? Yep. I'm having yep. these big conversations with my athletes yep. and then they come out of it and they go, wow, I never really thought that. And then yeah. I'm like, I yep. should be having this in the fucking mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 100%. But it's you know easier said than done. And, and, um, and it's also easier said when everything's going well and smoothly and swimmingly. And Definitely. Um, and and when you are on a good wicket and your you know that stress recovery balance is dialed in, um, you're not on that knife's edge. Um, but you know I'm not out of the woodwork yet. Um, you know I'm only this week I'll run three times for the week, um, and you know it'll probably take a while before I'm back to running every day. Um, and that's definitely something I've done differently. Um, I I think I've quickly tried to get back to yeah, running, every, running day. every day and then and then and then gradually increasing the length of the runs intensity and stuff like that but particularly from a bone health perspective um you know running is not a good osteogenic activity mm. uh, osteogenic means bone um building yeah. pr- promoting bone building um, you said that for the listeners, right? Of course, I know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 it isn't. You know, bone res, bones response to you know um, high impact loads um, is only only responsive for a very short amount of time. So things like plyometrics are, are great for for building strong block bones. 
but long distance running is not plyometric because mm. you're just doing it for you're doing it for you yeah, know an hour to two hours of just yeah slow, exactly boom, yeah boom, boom. yeah yeah um and so that takes a that takes a toll and you have to you know i have to give my bones time to absorb that and and um and heal and and respond and 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 not constantly just be whittling away at their capacity um and and look to be honest i've still got a long way from a yeah that caloric balance perspective like it's way better than it was three or four months ago but um, like even yesterday, I, because I'm seeing Jess again later this week, I've started re recounting everything to make sure to see where I'm at. And like yesterday was, you know, it was, it was right on the edge and, and particularly on those, like those big training days, like those higher intensity training days, that's where you have to make that more effort. So it was a good little reminder. Uh, don't be, yeah. don't be content yet. Um, so easy fess, to fess up to Jess on Friday yeah. and, and see, see what she says in terms of advice and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, the, it, it's, I think that's probably like the, the, maybe the lesson or the, the area for self-reflection for, for listeners, um, is, is when you're, when you're stuck in your head or you're like trying to make these decisions, you know, should I, shouldn't I, um, whatever the case may be, um, there's always this layer of emotion that, that can sometimes or almost always can influence um, the decision that you make and sometimes it's not the best one. So if if in doubt, um, gets, bring ask. someone else in, yeah. ask, yeah, get just, some advice. Just before we move on to this, you know, mm. uh, talk of emotions, um, obviously this is a Q&A session. One, one question that we used to get, all the time was when to do gym. Now, yeah. a question I have for you is you're only running three times a week at the moment. Mm. Gym is the priority. Mm. You've done your first workout yesterday. What do yep. you do about 5K of, of yeah, work? Yeah, 5K of work. Right? Yeah. Sitting yep. around three-minute Ks, a bit yep. slower, yep. a little bit faster at points. Yeah. When you get back to the point of training when you do a Tuesday workout mm-hmm. with MTC and then you do either, a th- you, you're probably going to be on two sessions for a while. Yeah, I, okay. I'm okay. i not sure. Let's yeah. forget this. Imagine, yeah, yeah. imagine you're on three sessions, right? Yeah. You're doing a Tuesday workout, you're doing Thursday threshold, yep. you're doing Saturday waddle, yep. Sunday long run, yep. everything else is easy. That's the yep. MTC schedule. Yep. When are you doing your two gym sessions a week? Good question. Ask Nick Cross. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you, I was to. about to yeah. walk right into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. True. You're like, oh, you're like, Nick, I've got it from here. <laughs> no, but it's no, it's a good question. And um, up until this point, I haven't had to worry about that exactly, too much yeah. because I my cross training is essentially just getting time time with my heart rate up. I haven't really been doing structured sessions on the bike. So um, it's essentially just been Monday, Wednesday, Friday yeah. in the gym. Um, but that but will have to shift. That will know? have to shift, absolutely. I know I Jack, think, obviously, he does gym. He's spoke about it on the podcast before. He does yeah. gym Monday, um, Wednesday. So the, yep. day, the days before his sessions. Yep. And it took him a while to adjust. Yeah. Um, but then you've got other, you know, athletes in, in MTC doing yep. their big Tuesday session. Yep. Then they do gym that night so that yep. then Wednesday they can recover. Yeah. And I think it there's there's probably two things at play is, that um, I think the first thing to consider is what are you trying to get out of your gym session? And, and in fact, not even that, what are you trying to get out of each session that you're, that you're about to do? Whether that's a recovery run, a track session, a tempo, 
um, I think having that intention in your head and what it will require um, almost answers that question in terms of like what do I – you know, what's the ideal preparation for this? So, you know, ideally we're not giving someone a track session and then a threshold the next day um, because, you know, the, the, that recovery windows isn't enough. And I think the same thing in the gym and, you know, at different times and, and this, is, this is what I'm undergoing a little bit at the moment now in the gym is that we've just been trying to get a lot of volume of lifting heavy things over the last four months and now as I'm starting to add some more running into the mix, now the gym volume comes down and, and we add in a, an element of, of power as well. So up until now, it's just been building the foundational strength. But again, what is the purpose of going into the gym? For me, it's to make me a better runner. Yeah. Okay. And so to be a better runner, like I need to be able to efficiently um, land and push off each time my, f- my feet hit the ground and I need to do it quickly um, and relatively or well, relatively lower energy um, expenditure that's going to make me more efficient so at the moment um, I'm about to transition into kind of like a strength day and then a power day and so it will be a bit of trial and error in the past you know the sporadic times where I have done gym generally I've found um, if I try to do, say, like an MTC track session on a Tuesday and then do gym that same day, it sometimes works if I'm on a training camp and I'm, I'm just eat, sleep, run, repeat. Um, but generally, I'm, I'm better off waiting a day. And it's always worked pretty well when I've been doing two quality run sessions a week is that Tuesday track, Wednesday gym, um, and a sort of a medium long run Thursday, real easy recovery, and then back into threshold Friday and 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 gym again on Saturday. And so, um, but you know that's with, that may change a little bit now um, because in the past I've never actually done you know a, a true like strength day and a power day. So I mean I mean like I'm trying to yeah keep an open mind and 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 have other people make those decisions for me in terms of what's best. But I think it always comes back to what are you trying to get out of it and what's how do all of the other factors in your program influence that. So, um, you know, for, for it, it may be that I do, yeah, like Jack is, you know, Monday, Monday and Wednesday gym and, and maybe they um, – they don't maybe that maybe that won't interfere too much with like the key running sessions maybe they will it may take a little bit of trial and error um but yeah you're trying to um obviously it's it's always a balancing act um and and that's why it's probably a little bit different for different people is that you know some people might be able to pull up really well on the same day as a hard session and then do their gym in the afternoon um but if i'm trying to do say a power day after a hard track session, am I really able to generate quick, fast, powerful movements or am I going to be fatigued? And, and therefore, am I actually getting what I want to get out of that gym session? Maybe, maybe not. Um, but that's why you have someone else um, making these calls and, and interpreting these things and giving some input so, so that you can have a clearer picture of what's the best way to, to include it. 
Well said, Dave. And remember, if you don't do what you're told, you're getting a smack bum. <laughs> smack bite bite. <laughs> <laughs>